All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast, presented by Pin High Media. The Jailbird putters are going to be big discussion this week. I feel like we got to find out who's switching over to those. Um, as Keegan Bradley made it two in a row for for Odyssey at the Travelers, just absolutely ran away with it. Um, and we're going to talk Rocket Mortgage, which is always, you know, a little bit less than something. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. Okay, let's get inside the ropes to start the week. Um, biggest, biggest news in golf, biggest story is these jailbird putters. Um, I Making don't, they look kind of gross, but at the end of the day, I don't see why if you're somebody who struggles with putting, who, you know, we kind of use them as a punchy bag, but like a Luke List or Tony Finau right now, what stops you from being like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I really do not know now. So this all started with Ricky Fowler, right? Ricky Fowler switched to this Joe Bird putter earlier in the year, had that interesting grip on it, worked pretty well from him. He's been putting really well this year. Wyndham Clark got wind of that in a in a practice round with Ricky, and he got the club with the same exact specs, and he won the U.S. Open. And then Keegan Bradley was like, you know what? Might as well try it out. Goes out to the Travelers and wins the Travelers. So, yeah, we have a lot of Jailbird putters uh, coming into play here on the PGA Tour. And, yeah, I really do not know what's so great about it compared to the the normal putters. Now, did he switch to it just this week? Or has he been using it recently? Do you know? I think he might have switched to it just this week it's interesting because not historically like the best putter but this week obviously 1.77 strokes game putting and at the memorial 1.46 it's just interesting that like he's usually an approach guy and this week he was but he's been kind of like getting by with the putter recently yeah, I mean, you know, I'm reading an article right now. Ricky kind of just like discovered this putter and it was working well for him. Now, Keegan Bradley has been using a similar shaped putter, I think, most of the year. Um, he does, he is an Odyssey guy. I think he's been using an Odyssey putter. Uh, and I guess, you know, the, the Jailbird did so well last week, he just switched to it this week. And it's not not much of a difference to, to what he usually uses. But I don't know. Maybe it is because he, he got a win this week. Yeah, and it was a little disappointing that he, like, yeah, he only won by three strokes, but he kind of just, like, had it on lock from a certain point on Saturday on. And it sucks because this is a great, like, a great tournament, no matter how low the scores were, like Rory was talking about it, whatever. It's, like, it's a short course, but, it like, on TV, it's a very fun course to watch. Like, yeah, guys go low, but I don't think that's always a bad thing. Like, shootouts are, we, we like, you know, we talk yeah. about how they're not fun, but, like, it's a, it's a fun shootout. 
the the closing stretch at this course is pretty good. I think you know it is a bit of a pitch and putt. Whoever pitches and, and puts the best usually wins this tournament. Uh, there's not really a much like you have a like off the tee doesn't really matter as long as you're in the fairway because you have a wide range of guys who always play well at these tournaments. You know the longer well, hitters, the shorter that, hitters. That, that back nine, if you're like, if you're a, a guy who hits it far, who just like hits a bunch of fairways, uh, one day. Like you're gonna go like five, six under on the back on the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's usually how it plays out, and that's why it's an interesting tournament because you always come down to the stretch, or well, usually come down to the stretch with like four or five guys that have a chance. Now, Keegan Bradley kind of ran away with this one. Uh, he was just kind of on a tear, and he put, you know, he didn't need to go super low on Sunday. I think he was two under on Sunday. He probably could have gone away with even par and still won the tournament. So, uh. There's that, but you have guys like, uh, what's his name? Zach Blair, I think is his name. Uh, he mm-hmm. went eight under in the final round, which is crazy. And I think he made more money this week than he has in his entire PGA Tour career combined. Uh, entire. What? Well, like in the past. I feel like he, he, he used to be all right, right? I don't know. But uh, uh, Brian Harmon is a guy that's always around at this golf course. For some reason, he's just a course horse. Always plays well here. Uh, something about the travelers kind of fits well the lefties. Don't know why, but it, I guess it just fits the yeah. guy. I mean, Scotty Scheffler with another top five guy is ridiculous. Uh, Ches Revy also plays well around this course. So you had uh, some Talk of the usual guys. suspects. Talking about guys that should switch the jailbird putter. Scotty, jeez. <laughs> what was his strokes game putting this week? I mean, I I could be. Might be wrong. He's got a game stroke button this week. Uh, he gained a point point one eight this week, but he gained so basically even points yeah. approach, which is virtually what Keegan gained. And point eight two off the tee, point five five around the green, three point two three total. Like this guy's data golf is crazy. T four three 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 two five. <laughs> 11 10 4 win 4 yeah 12 win it's crazy crazy it is to look crazy. at yeah his data golf lock is finish in the top five and he doesn't even putt well most weeks which is crazy we saw no, we saw a little bit of everything this week awesome. like. strokes putting. yeah and it's kind of crazy and then you had denny mccarthy go shoot a 60 on day one speaking of good yeah, players that score was out there. Um, I mean, Ricky did it on Saturday. It's yeah, that the score has been was out there all week. Yeah, I, it is an interesting tournament. We like this tournament. Maybe we're a little biased just because it is in our home state. But yeah, I mean, it usually shows out. I'm not sure if this is an elevated event spot the next couple of years. It was fun to see the top players play at this tournament, but th- this kind of feels like a, a random guy wins a tournament here. Uh, it's just kind of how it's been, you know. I don't even, I don't know if it needs the elevated field for it to still be a good tournament because, like, it's not like it produced a, a leaderboard that was really all that much of like a elevated. Like, you had Zach Blair coming second, so I don't know if it needs to be elevated in the future. Like, the fans still come out. I think the PGA Tour looks at that and it's like, eh, maybe we give it to something else because I know Pebble, for instance, is getting in next year, which will be interesting because it's like not not your it's like a pro-am your 
major it's not your major championship pebble no but i think next year the pro-am is going to be fr- uh, thursday friday that's good that's that's uh that's a little bit better um yeah yeah so i mean going back to the jailbird so keegan bradley did bring it out in uh 2021 he started using it and then it was been in and out of the bag but uh yeah, the Jailbird Odyssey is bringing out 380 limited edition Jailbirds. They're capitalizing on the fact that they've won two in a row and they're going to sell a bunch of these clubs now. I mean, they've That's been going on shit. eBay for like thousands, which we, we mentioned last week. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't. Wyndham Clark, or Ricky Fowler has that like lead tape on the bottom of his, which always looks interesting. Like the whole bottom of yeah. the face of the club just has lead tape all over it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't love the love the the shape of the putter. I mean, I, I kind of like a mallet more than a blade. But uh, you know, Jake, maybe you switch to a jailbird. Maybe. <laughs> You're not, using sure really not sure. Not sure what helps. Scotty. You don't know. You never know. Jake, I think you need like a massive like fang, <laughs> like your dad. With, like, I don't like a, the big the big grips feel weird to me you don't need the big grip for no. it um apparently like the jailbird like because it has a black and white colorway it helps you align better which is interesting I, I, that's something i've never thought of i guess it gets you on the correct path so i for sure like having, having a sight line's nice yeah and a lot of guys are using it so you have a sight line yeah i have like a little Lying on my top of my putter. Right. I don't yeah. know. Whenever I stand over your putter, it feels like the, the blade is just like weird. It just feels like really long. Sometimes. I don't know. I guess when you have like a mallet and then you go to a, a go to the, the standard putter, it's different. I'm sure I feel the same going the other way. Yeah. 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 My dad uses like a ping. It's like yeah, a, like a, a ping answer. Old blade, and uh, I just yeah, I feel like I would need to hit it so much harder. Speaking of which, this is completely kind of off the rails, but the greens this weekend at Silvermine, where it was like putting on fairway. Really, that slow. On the second green, I was looking, I was marking my ball, and I looked at it, and I was like, I like felt the grass. I was like, this is fringe. Like this is. <laughs> It was crazy, like all day. It was it, putts were coming up short. It was crazy. Anyway, sorry. Back to the PGA Tour talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of all I got on the Travelers. It's a an interesting tournament, quirky course. Doesn't need to be elevated again, in my opinion, especially coming off of USO. I agree. I agree. What would what is a course that you would like to be elevated instead? RBC. <sighs> Mm, maybe the rbc there's like you get to this point of the year and there's a lot of weird tournaments i feel like you need to do a a little reshuffling because because you do the rbc it's the memorial which would be elevated usually is out like should be elevated basically every year then the canadian open then the us open three weeks in a row so there's no like real off week but then like you have the rocket mortgage and the john deere which are not the best tournaments and the barbasol with the Scottish yeah. Open, well, so. not off. Yeah, 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 that's an off off week, but uh, 
yeah, I don't know. You'd have to do a little juggling, I think, to to figure out what would be elevated around this this time period. Like, yes, right. you have the Scotch Open, but there's not a lot of tournaments that are great at this time of year. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe more in the. I mean, there it seemed like the, there was always one in the winter. So I mean, Pebble adding to that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a hot start next year uh, with the elevated events. For sure. But let's talk about Rocket Mortgage a little bit here. So I said in the intro, I was like, it comes up a little bit short of, you know, of, of something. But it's also, I feel like this week we're going to get one of two things. We're going to get a big name like, like Tony Fina last year, who just like is kind of due. And they're just going to put it together because it's a bomber's course where you just, you know hit hit the hell out of the ball and putt it and yeah so we're gonna get that like maybe like a sung jay or we're gonna get like a guy who bombs it who just makes sense who like who who does well at these courses like Me- like mexico open and like you know right. three yeah. like a joseph bramlett Sure. Uh, yeah, it could you're go one or two ways. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Or you're going to get a guy that puts the Joe Bird in the bag this week and putts lights out. Well, that's always <laughs> possible, but I don't know. I, was, I wish I had that knowledge about Keegan beforehand. Yeah. I don't know who else uses it, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you had Tony Finau win it last year. You do have some names in the tournament this year. You got Finau, Morikawa, Ricky's playing, Hideki, JT, Max Homa. Those are kind of your big names. Uh, and then you have some other guys like our boy Ludwig is, is now that he's uh, full time here, he's playing. This week or next week at the 3M Open, I could see Ludwig, you know, it was a coming out party for Matt Wolf. Yeah. I don't know. The playoff. Could, could, be, could be something to think about. And then you have, you know, Austin Eckro has been playing great golf. I see his name popping up a lot. Uh, he's everywhere around here, yeah. he, he is all over the place, almost too mainstream at this point. Uh, great, and then you have you know Cam Davis, a former winner here. So, you got guys, yep. and yeah, like the field is not as bad as you'd let on to be. Gordon Sargent's playing this week as well. You mentioned him yesterday to me, could be same thing as Ludwig for him. Yeah, it's a yeah, the, the, I think more times than not, I feel like a big name's going to win this. I don't know why. You've seen Bryson win it. You've seen Tony Fina win it. I don't know. Sam Davis is not a small name, so like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have somebody who probably is like, in my opinion, I think it's just gonna be somebody that's like kind of do. Yeah, uh, maybe like somebody like a Hideki or a Sanjay. Um, I really, I kind of like, I really like Sungjae. I mean, obviously Ricky's due, but it almost seems like too obvious because he's like a rocket mortgage guy. Like it just. I mean, yeah, I could fully see Ricky winning this week. He's obviously. He's not short either. Like he's all of a sudden he's a bomber. Yeah. Which is kind of out of nowhere. Uh. Yeah, I'm like wondering who's who's up here with the bombers that just might be playing this week. Uh, I mean, Cameron Champ, he miraculously 
will play well at like certain events and just get absolutely ejected at other ones. But this when's, one, when's the, the last Korean, time Cam Champs played well? I, I have to know. The Mexico Open, which is just a bomber's paradise. Like literally, it was just bombing and put it. And sheesh, his and uh. His uh, previous results are, are not looking great. What happened to him? Dang. He basically loses strokes in every category except off, off tee. Basically every week. Which, you know, he's gaining tons of strokes off the tee. Wow, his putting's like... Or no, it's around the green that's really bad. And approach is not great, but... <sighs> the approach isn't bad, though. No, he's missed a lot of cuts this year. He might lose his tour card. <laughs> But he has the eighth of the Zozo, the eighth the Mexico. He's gonna win the Rocket Mortgage this week. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll be fine. Um, that is like alarming. Just looking at this. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. Where's the Akshay? Akshay makes some noises noise in these like off weeks. Uh, he does. And like going back to the like coming coming out party, Akshay fits into that. Sam Bennett fits into that. He's playing this week. I don't know if I trust Sam Bennett quite yet. I know he. I mean, if you bring up his data golf, he like plays pretty dang well in these. I mean, he's missed the cut at the Travelers, but he's really good off the tee. Pretty good approach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who do we so? Who do we even have in the in the tournament pools this week? I, well, you know, I like who do we have left? We have Hideki. Okay. Who you know is? I mean, like he's kind of a sure thing to just like do something. Mm-hmm. You have Keegan, who, hear me out. Yeah, he's, I mean, we know for sure he's using the jailbird. <laughs> and secondly, I think Tony Finau last year won back-to-back tournaments with this one being the second. So I don't think it's the most mentally taxing golf course after a win. Yeah, I... Do you also, I, I also agree. think that that's not that chalky because people would be like, oh, no, he won last week. Right. I mean, maybe. I, I had a I had a weird hunch about Sepp Straka. No stats, just, you know, was dreaming. It's Sepp Straka was lifting the Rocket Mortgage Trophy for some reason. He's well here, but like, or, no, sorry. He's playing really well. He actually doesn't play very well here. Yeah, I feel like Sepp Straka is not a, like, he just, like, plays well at random events. Like yeah, every every other year he's just playing well in an event, and then there's the Honda Classic, which he always plays well at for some reason. But uh, yeah. yeah, he's kind of been on and off. We don't have very sexy options. We do not, and we, of course we have Colin Morikawa as well. We we haven't used well, him yet. We probably should but, save him for something. But yeah, this is not the, the, the not spot. his course. No, I don't. I agree, but uh. Yeah, we have not He's the best. Quite good off the tee, and I really do like Tom Kim this week. I don't know why. 
I just think Tom Kim could win here. I mean, he used him already. Play well here last year. Did he? Pretty sure he finished in the top ten, like T nine or something. That was when uh, Tom Kim was on his seven. Okay. Feels like a type of event he could win. You know, he's won the the Shriners and the Wyndham. But yeah, we we can't pick him, so that's that's that. But uh, yeah, not the best options. I'm wondering if we even like go off the board this week. As in, we do or don't? We do go off the board. Like, find somebody. Okay. Because this is a good like spot it. to do it. Um, I think we can get fun with... I think the people want to hear us get go off the board here. <laughs> I think I, mean, I think if you're listening at home, you're like, don't pick Keegan, don't pick Colin. Like, get get real real gritty with it. Like, what's David Lingmurth up to this week? Is he, <laughs> is he eating good in, in the Motor City? I mean, what about your guy? What about your guy, Kevin? You? (laughs) No, no. Actually, that's a funny story for for the pod because we weren't even recording. We were talking about after. We're just like, like, who would be like a random first round like leader? Like, who's gonna like lead this event? Speaking of Aaron Rye, um, and I was like, I mean, Kevin, you hasn't played since Pebble, and that's a pretty positional course. Finished T seven at so, and then he was like six hundred. Why is Kevin Yu third in strokes gain off the tee? I know. It's crazy. I just, I think that's just, I'm not. Back of rounds, probably. Not drinking the Kool-Aid there. (laughs) (laughs) I think two interesting names. And this one's off the board, but it's not even. So on this office pool, it's a little off the board, but I don't think it's really that off the board. Pick Stefan Yeager's a bomber that was fifth here last year i want to say and plays well at at, i'm pretty sure let me look real quick i want to say he plays well at courses where you do that mexico open 18th and farmers insurance 53rd but houston open ninth i don't know yeah, a little off the board, but not terrible. This website's being bad for me right now. Um, what about like Ben on? Not... I see Stefan Yeager winning an event before I see Ben on winning an event. Really? Yeah, Ben on is like. He's all right. Click on click on his uh got cut last week, but T twenty four, T twenty one, T fourteen. Dang, he's gained strokes off the T in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row. I mean let me, let me take a look see here. I mean, his putting hasn't been fantastic. His putting is not good, and you gotta. Yeah. I mean, like at these courses, you have to, to, to putt. You have to make birdies. So, I think he's more like served for like a, a little bit harder of a course where you can get around with your driver and ball striking. Yeah, I'm looking for some outliers here. 
a stroke scan off the tee. I mean, <sighs> dang, Austin Ekro like has all the stats this week, which is he really does. I mean, everybody be the else worst? might be on. Yeah, that. you think everyone else will pick him? Yeah, I mean, listen, it wouldn't be the worst pick, but it's. I agree. And Cameron Davis wouldn't be a bit bad. Cam Davis, I don't know if it says Cam in here. Who calls him that? Cam Davis would be not bad. Cam, he's, he, he would have a good case for Cam of the Year if he, if he would pick him and he got it done. I kind of wish Cam, speaking of Cam's, kind of wish uh, Cameron Young was playing this week just to like get one, get a good tournament down, you know? He hasn't been playing well recently, and this kind of is a place yeah, that he would like, fit well at. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish he was playing this week just to, to get one on the board. I think he'd play well here. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it, yeah. our options are Ekro, Davis. I guess you could throw Ben on in there. Ben on fifth and fifth in driving distance. Dang, when Wyndham Clark and Ben on like use the driver the most out of anyone on tour. <laughs> they just they just rip drives. I mean, are you saying I mean after last week I know you were you were a little salty about not picking uh or about picking Max, so I'll I'll give you Yeah, a, I wasn't I wasn't on the Max train last week uh at all. So I mean I don't know who I would have picked, but well, I want. I mean, it's not like I, mean, I wanted to pick Minwoo, so it's not like yeah, you know, it's completely on us. But I'll give you a trump card if you want to go Ben on here. Um, I'm okay with going away from him. I, I, I'm not married to to Ben on. Okay. Well, this is yeah. I know that that makes it that makes it makes cool. it very hard. I know we're just we're just uh, not really picking anyone right now. Uh, so make a decision because I've I've wait, laid who, out your who, options. Who, who so who do you, who do you want? Just put it out there. I like Jaeger, Jaeger bomb, but would be okay with that group because that, that, that's just a, a chalk thing. I mean, do we just go chalk? Get one on the board? Are we picking Ekrod anywhere else? Maybe next week. No, I mean. You did say John Deere, pretty good Ekro week. But we could also find somebody else next week if we have to. True. You make the decision, big man. Let's go with Ekro. Let's, let's, let's chalk it up. Why not? <laughs> cool. I just, you know, we're throwing out too many names. Ekro keeps coming up. I feel like he's going to play well here. The stats align. Let's not overthink it. Let's just, let's just pick him. All right. I'm in. Now, who's your pick to win the tournament? Just like overall, like you know, gun to your head, who's winning? Uh, I'm on. I'm on the Tom Kim train this week. I think Tom Kim's gonna get it done. Okay. I like Sunjay. I also I like, do like Sunjay. That I was between I like the two of them. I think he finished second here one year too. So, I think, yeah, I think I think that storyline of a big guy who's kind of due. 
might prevail this week, which we just don't have Sun Jin and Lemon done. Yeah, that's a shame. I, I like I thought we had like plenty of guys left, but we're we're running out quickly. I mean I, I guess no, we have a lot. this is not a, this is not a full field, so yeah, it looks bad this we have, week, but we have plenty. we have too many. We have okay. too many. Um so all right, let's get um inside the clubhouse to end the week. We we talk in some some games. How, how our games are doing or doing all right. So I played on Saturday. Oh, okay. okay. Played at Patriot Hills Saturday, which is such a sick golf course if you live in the if you live in the New York metro area. It's a good course to play. It's got a lot of views and stuff and interesting tee shots. Mm-hmm. Uh interesting storyline behind the course. I think we talked about this when we played it last year, but uh yeah, I played like okay. I didn't play as well as I had been playing. I think I shot an 86, which is not bad, but I just didn't hit the ball as well as I was been hitting the ball. So that's a little disappointing. You putted good? Uh, yeah, I chipped and put- putted really well. I don't think I hit a lot of greens. I think I just was chipping close and, and putting mostly. Good stuff, good stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't hit the ball. Like I didn't really have the driver much most of the round, which, which sucks, but... Mm-hmm. You know, love hate relationship. Played, played Sunday at Silvermine, and like I was saying, the greens were just like, just crazy slow. I probably could have gone a good six strokes lower on putts that literally were just like, either like just hit the right side side of the cup, like and probably just didn't have enough pace, or just came up like dead center, but just a rotation short. Um, and it was like putting on fairways, but the funny story of the week is I thought I, I, I I thought I shot a 47 on the front. I was like, wow, I thought I played better than that, but whatever. Patty maths screwed up the score. I'm on, I'm, I'm, I I think I shoot a 91 coming off the the 18th green. I'm like, that sucks. Um, and then on the ride home, I'm counting it up and putting it into the USGA gin app. I got it at 45 on the front. I was like, okay, maybe I didn't play it. I didn't play it as bad as I thought. Sure. So I shot an 89, which was quite the way to find out. You should, you, you, I mean, like, obviously the goals always break 90. It's all remind you want to score lower, but it's nice when you're just like, oh, wow, that's a surprise. I shot, I shot 89. Yeah. I shot under 90. I'm looking to play Silvermine again soon. I've, I've been going out, playing a lot of different courses. I played Silvermine once in the last couple of weeks. I got shot like an 83, which is pretty good. Looking to play Silvermine again. I haven't even, I'm like, have not putted well at Silvermine basically ever. So if I could putt well at Silvermine, we're in for one. Maybe they cut the greens this week. I would imagine they, they did on Monday. <laughs> they, they were like, they were wildly slow. Like the slowest I've ever seen them. Interesting. Yeah. I, it just is what it is sometimes, I guess, at that golf course. But yeah, it's a, it's always fun going out there oh, yeah. playing, I feel like. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we got so on the first tee at Patriot Hills. This is like a fun, mm-hmm. fun story. Um, it was a uh, other Trevor who has featured on the YouTube channel before uh, Max and me playing. And uh, I guess there was a group on the first team. They're like, oh, you guys want to like go ahead. You guys are three where we're four. Like you guys should go ahead. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll go ahead. And, you know, I don't know if you remember the first hole of Patriot Hills. It's like that really mm-hmm. downhill. 
Scenic. Scenic hole. And I got up with the two iron and just like ripped like the best two iron of my life. And the guy behind us is like, oh yeah, you guys are definitely going ahead of us. <laughs> so that was a good feeling. Oh yeah, always a good feeling. I, I'm not a great first tee golfer, so that that was good to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm a pretty good first tee golfer slash like pressure golfer, but when it's more like when it's more loose is when I don't play as well. I'm the opposite, I feel like. Kinda. Like I'm not good drop, on the first tee. Drop of alcohol in me. Literally a drop. And like I double the next hole. Like I, I am notorious for hitting terrible tee shots on the first tee. Now, like listen, we don't warm up the most most of the times we play and it's it's tough, but like I can't go out there and just rip a driver on the first tee. It just doesn't work for me. That's why I like almost never pull a driver on the first tee. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what'd you end up making on one? Uh par. Nice. Absolutely ripped That's the two cool iron and then got up on the approach shot to put it. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a, I think it's better than I shot last time. Uh, yeah, that's a fun course if you live in the New York metro area. It's just mm-hmm. like kind of out there in the, in the mountains, not as you would too say. Expensive yeah, it's a little expensive, but it, there was like not a lot well, of people there. It wasn't. Yeah, there was not a lot of people there. Say... And, Go ahead. I know there's just not a lot of people there. I think it's just because of the rain scared, scared a lot of people off. And they just kind of like, we had a 310 tea time. And they're like, got there at like two o'clock and they're like you guys could go whenever you want so that was good yeah i feel like that course i mean anytime you like during the summer peak at peak like saturday hours like if you, you know if you get it for under 100 which you guys did right it's like not the I end of the fun. world but in the fall i want to say it was like 50 bucks so oh yeah was- definitely that's a course that you cannot walk either there's a like long drives between between tee boxes long, and it's all up and downhill yeah. uh and there's a stretch of holes on the back i think it's 12 to 15 or something or 12 11 to 15 11 to 14 that are just tough out of bounds like everywhere so if there is a course with the with the second name being hills and it's not like aaron or shinnecock then you should probably walk yeah or drive or drive yeah yeah so. <laughs> so there's that but a, a nice course and centennial we, that we played last week was also really nice that was really expensive though just surge pricing but yeah that was that was ridiculous that really sucked the course was in course was in fantastic shape course was great course is great um but yeah so rocket mortgage this week john deere next week kind of a, a a lull in the pga tour schedule um let's see what happens this week let's see what storylines play out any any more jailbird putters out there? Mm-hmm.